Did you know I wrote a book? My book, Diabetes Sucks, You Can Handle It, is your guide to managing the emotional challenges of type 1 diabetes. And I want to offer you the book for free. You can download the book by going to www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash book. That's www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash book. You'll join thousands of other people who have read this book and taken the skills and tools they've learned from this book and applied them to their lives with type 1 diabetes. You can download the book now and start implementing the tools today. That's www.thedibepsychologist.com forward slash book. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Kamen. Do you ever feel like you're just winging diabetes? Just like you're pretending like you know what you're doing, but you're just fooling yourself and everybody else? That your mental health and your physical health and your blood sugars are all a big lie. Everyone thinks you're doing great, but you're really not. I certainly feel this way sometimes, and I'm sure that you do too. And when you do feel this way, my guess is it makes you feel like an imposter. It makes you feel like a fraud. And it makes you question whether or not you should even be trying to manage your diabetes. This gets you down. This makes you feel guilty. This makes you feel ashamed. This makes you feel frustrated. This makes you feel incompetent. If you feel this way, you may have what I call type 1 diabetes imposter syndrome. What is that? You probably heard about imposter syndrome before. Imposter syndrome is loosely defined as just doubting yourself and your abilities and feeling like a fraud. And with diabetes, this is all too common. We all feel this way sometimes. We feel like we're just trying to tread water, trying to keep our head above the water and take a breath every once in a while, but feeling like no matter what we do, we're not doing good enough. You probably feel like everybody else with diabetes knows exactly what they're doing, and you're the only one who is struggling. You're the only one pretending to know what to do while everyone else has it down. Well, I can assure you of one thing. Everyone with type 1 diabetes feels this way. And the people who feel this way the most are the people who are actually doing the best. People who have imposter syndrome and diabetes or in other areas of their lives generally are the folks who are the highest achievers, who want to do the best, and who are doing their best and the best. But they feel like they're just not doing good enough. Does this ring true for you? Do you ever feel like you are not doing good enough? And one of these days, your doctor, your friend, your spouse, everyone in the world is going to realize that you are a fraud, that you are not doing as well as they think you are. And if this is you, I want to assure you that you are not alone. 
If you have imposter syndrome, I want to let you know you aren't doing anything wrong. And actually, you are doing the best that you can. You have imposter syndrome because you're scared that you're not doing a good enough job and you want to be doing even better. That's totally natural. We all want to feel that way. But then we have this fear that if we aren't doing a good enough job, that people are going to see through us. They're going to realize that we're not what we say we are, that we're not doing a good enough job. And all of a sudden, those cards are going to come falling down. And then we're scared that if those cards with our diabetes management and our mental health come falling down, then that will become true. We won't even be able to manage our diabetes or our mental health with diabetes anymore. And we will end up as failures. That's just not true. And I want to talk today about how you can deal with imposter syndrome when it comes up for you. But I also want to let you know that imposter syndrome may be helping you. It helps drive you to push yourself. And depending on where you are in your life with T1D, that may or may not be necessary all the time or even helpful. Imposter syndrome helps you because it drives you to push yourself further. It drives you to improve with your diabetes management and improve with your mental health so that you can feel competent, so that those cards won't come falling down. Nothing wrong with trying to improve at all. But I think the challenge is, is not recognizing where you are right now, what you're doing that's going well, and that you're not an imposter. You're actually doing the best that you can. Imposter syndrome can help you because it does keep you on your toes and doesn't let you get complacent. The last thing that we want for you in your life with type 1 diabetes is to become complacent, either with your blood sugars or with your mental health. When you become complacent, you don't have imposter syndrome anymore because you're not an imposter. You're just not doing the best that you can right now. And all we ask in your life with diabetes for your mental health and for your blood sugar management is to do the best that you can. So imposter syndrome, if that drives you to do better and to continue working hard, that's great. But we also want you to realize that in that process that you're already doing okay. You're already succeeding. And all you can do is better. All you can do is continue to improve so that you can become even more healthy, both mentally and physically. Imposter syndrome is helpful until you start getting down on yourself because of it, until you feel like you're not doing good enough, that you're even worthless, and that you're not successful, and you can never be successful because you're always going to be an imposter. And that's simply not true and also not helpful. I want to make sure that you're at a point where you're pushing yourself, where you recognize where enough is enough and where good enough is good enough. And when you have imposter syndrome, nothing is ever good enough. You're never at a point where you're not pretending. And that's just not helpful. With diabetes, sometimes you have to take a break. Sometimes you have to pull back a little bit and recognize that all of your additional hard work and pushing yourself even further may or may not be helpful and also may or may not be necessary. I want to talk about two different types of imposter syndrome that I see in people with type 1 diabetes. The first is imposter syndrome with your blood sugars. I certainly have this one all the time. And it really comes up for me when I see numbers that are not doing great. When I have those blood sugars 
they go up into the three or even four hundreds. And I say to myself, how can I even be pretending to be a professional here if my blood sugars are that high? It's at those times that I feel like an imposter. I'm trying to guide people like you as well as to manage their mental health with diabetes well. And when my blood sugars go that high, I feel like a fraud. I feel like I should not be giving anybody any kind of guidance or advice. I have to check myself and remind myself that while those blood sugars are high at that time, overall, I know what I'm doing. And overall, my blood sugars are doing okay. I'm actually very healthy. But we feel this way a lot. We feel this way when we're bolusing. We feel this way when we have those unexpected highs or lows. And we feel this way when we don't know how to carb count and we don't know how to manage our diabetes well. That is all imposter syndrome with our blood sugars because we feel incompetent. And we feel like no matter what we do, we're always pretending. The other type of imposter syndrome I want to talk about today is imposter syndrome with your mental health. We all feel sometimes that we are pretending like we're doing better than we actually are with our mental health. And, you know, social media doesn't do us any favors here. With social media, it feels like everyone is doing great. And even when they're feeling burnt out or anxious, they bounce back. And so we look at ourselves and say, well, if I haven't done that, I must be an imposter. Or everyone in my life thinks I'm doing really well with my diabetes and mental health. But on the inside, I really know the truth. I really know that I am struggling and that I am pretending and they have no idea what's really going on. I feel like an imposter. Both of those things are challenging, and sometimes they're interrelated. Sometimes your blood sugar imposter syndrome and your mental health imposter syndrome with diabetes, they overlap and they impact each other. And I'm wondering for you, which one holds true? Do you have imposter syndrome with your blood sugars? Do you have imposter syndrome with your mental health and diabetes? Or do you have imposter syndrome with both? with your life with diabetes in general? And if you do, how does it impact your ability to manage your diabetes? How does it impact your ability to do your schoolwork? And how does it impact your relationships and how you relate to and communicate with other people in general and also around your diabetes? These are all really important questions for us to ask as we're thinking about imposter syndrome. Now, I want to talk about five ways that you can get over imposter syndrome with type 1 diabetes. And I recognize that this is a process. You're not going to just listen to these five ways to get over imposter syndrome, put them into action right now, and and feel like you're not an imposter. Not at all. But if you start doing this on a regular basis and implementing these skills and these tools I promise you that you're going to see success. And I promise you it's going to improve your confidence and your competence in your diabetes management and in your mental health with type 1 diabetes. So step number one, surround yourself with other people with type 1 diabetes. Now, you may be saying to yourself, why would I want to do that? If I feel like I'm an imposter, won't that just increase my feelings of being incompetent and being an imposter? Not at all. If you surround yourself with other people with diabetes, you're able to see what life with diabetes for other people is like. And I am positive that when you do this, 
you'll be able to see other people managing their diabetes and their mental health in the same way that you do. And then you'll look back and you'll say, wow, I thought that person was so perfect or doing so much better than I am. And then you look at them and you say, wow, we're both doing pretty well, but we're nowhere near perfect. And that can really help you to overcome imposter syndrome, to see that you're not at all an imposter, that you're being real, you're being authentic, and that there's nothing different about you than there is about the next person with diabetes and the next person after that and everybody else in the world that you surround yourself. By surrounding yourself, you can see that we're all in this together. And that's a great way not to feel like an imposter. Number two, be willing to be vulnerable. If you surround yourself with people with type 1 diabetes, but you close yourself off and don't share your experiences, don't ask questions, it doesn't benefit anybody. And it really doesn't benefit you in overcoming imposter syndrome. If you're willing to let other people know in what areas you're struggling, and ask for feedback, ask how they're doing, then you're gonna get a lot more information and a lot more value out of these relationships. And also, you won't feel like an imposter because you'll see that other people are just like you. You'll see that they struggle in the same way that you do. Now, vulnerability goes both ways. And so if you're vulnerable and the people you surround yourself with aren't, that's a problem. And that's not gonna help you with your imposter syndrome. It actually may make things more challenging for you because if you're going in super vulnerable and they're saying, no, everything's fine, I got, I don't have any of those problems, um, you'll leave me alone and not willing to even discuss them with you, then yes, you will feel like more of an imposter than you did before. But if you're able to be vulnerable yourself and encourage vulnerability as you're talking to other people and as you're getting feedback and experiences, then that can open the door to overcoming imposter syndrome, both for you and for everyone else that you surround yourself with. And with this process, you can see how your vulnerability can really have a big impact and a big benefit to other people with type 1 diabetes. The third way to overcome imposter syndrome is continue to work to improve, even when you think it's impossible. How many times have you felt just hopeless with your diabetes and feeling like it will never, ever get better, and so you just give up? There's no better way to reinforce imposter syndrome than by doing that. If you stop working to improve, well, then you may be an imposter. You may not be doing the best that you can, even if everyone else thinks you are. Remember, diabetes is pretty invisible, the mental health aspects as well as the blood sugar aspects. And so people may think you're doing great. People may think that you're doing phenomenally well, even when you're really struggling. But here, we want to continue improving. If you let your mind and your thoughts get in your way and be barriers to you moving forward and improving with your diabetes management, then it's going to be challenging. But if you're able to remove those barriers and continue working to improve, then you're able to show yourself that progress is possible. And if progress is possible, there's no way for you to feel like a fraud with your blood sugars or your mental health. It's just impossible. But if you don't continue working to improve, it just becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And then your beliefs about you being an imposter just get solidified. And that's not helpful. 
The fourth way to get over imposter syndrome with type 1 diabetes is to catch your stories. At its basis, imposter syndrome is a story you're telling yourself. You're telling yourself, I'm a fraud. You're telling yourself, I'm not good enough. You're telling yourself, I can't get better, even if everyone thinks that I'm going to get better, and I really don't want them to see the real me. Those are all stories you're telling yourself about diabetes and about yourself and what diabetes means about you. If you're able to catch those stories, it can help you not feel like an imposter because you catch the stories at their truth as opposed to as they snowball and get bigger and bigger and bigger into a place where you're deluding yourself about what diabetes means about you. Yes, you may feel like a fraud, but that doesn't mean you are a fraud. And there's a big difference there. And catching your stories about what diabetes means about you, how you're not doing good enough, or how you're different from everybody else with diabetes and how they're going to see through you eventually is just not helpful. Those are all stories that need to be stopped. So catch your stories before they get started. That's going to be a really helpful way for you to overcome imposter syndrome. And the fifth way to get over imposter syndrome is to manage your expectations about your life with diabetes. Manage your expectations about your blood sugars. You know, I hear all the time people come into me and they say, I'm doing an awful job with my diabetes. My timing range is 75%. And I look at them and I say, you're actually doing a really good job. 75% is actually awesome. And they say, no, it's not. That's a C. And they're thinking about diabetes like they're thinking about school. So certainly for some people, a C is not doing great in school. I get that. But with diabetes, 75% time and range is almost rock star status. It, but if you feel like you're not doing good enough and that people are going to see through you, when you're actually doing really well, then you're going to feel like an imposter. And that's going to make imposter syndrome even bigger in your mind. If you're able to manage your expectations for yourself about what success looks like, as well as give yourself some grace when you slip up, when you have those days where your blood sugars are all over the place, then it's going to make you feel more competent and less like an imposter. But if you have expectations for yourself that are unrealistic, both with your blood sugars and with your mental health, you're setting yourself up for failure and you will definitely feel like an imposter a lot more than you want to. So what are your next steps? How can you start to put these steps into action? I want to make a couple of suggestions for you. The first is, if you haven't had a chance yet, please check out my book, Diabetes Sucks and You Can Handle It. You can find it on my website at www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash book, or you can buy it on Amazon. I think that by reading it, you will see what is realistic for people with diabetes, what they experience, and you'll see yourself a lot in that book. That will help you to not feel like an imposter. That'll help you to set expectations for yourself and give you really practical tips on how to catch your stories in your life with type 1 diabetes. I also want to encourage you to go back into the archives of this podcast and listen to some of the other episodes, especially the ones where I interview other people with type 1 diabetes. If you go back and find those episodes and listen to their stories, I think that you'll get a lot out of those stories and see yourself in those stories and see that you are not an imposter, seeing that you are doing the absolute best that you can and you're doing much better than you think that you're doing. And finally, 
I want to let you know that the doors to the Diabetes Psychologist membership will be opening up again in October. The membership is a great place for you to get feedback and community, as well as support from me on how you can manage your mental health around diabetes and feel much less like an imposter. So be sure to look out for that when the doors open in October. So just to recap, here are the five steps that you can use to overcome imposter syndrome in your life with type 1 diabetes. Step number one, surround yourself with other people with type 1 diabetes. Step number two, be willing to be vulnerable. Open yourself up and share your experiences. And hopefully that'll help other people share their experiences. And you can see that you are not alone and that you're not an imposter. Step number three, work to improve, even when you don't feel that it's possible. Working to improve and then improving can show you that change is possible. And in the process, show you that you're not an imposter. Step number four, catch your stories. Make sure that the stories you tell yourself about yourself and about being an imposter and a fraud stop before they start. Then the best way to do that is to recognize when they come up and then catch them in the process. There's a whole chapter in my book about catching your stories. So if you haven't checked that out yet, please do. And then step number five, manage your expectations. If you set expectations for yourself, in your life with type 1 diabetes that are too high, either with your blood sugars or your mental health, you will feel like an imposter. But if you're able to set reasonable expectations and manage those expectations on a regular basis, it will really help you to feel confident and competent in your life with type 1 diabetes. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor. Share it with a friend. Send the link in a text message or an email and let them know that they will benefit from this podcast. Having you spread the word really helps me get the word out about this podcast so that other people can benefit. Also, I love hearing from you guys, so please feel free to send me an email to mark at thediabetespsychologist.com or DM me on Instagram at thediabetespsychologist. And of course, be sure to tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Remember, type 1 diabetes is not easy, but you can have an easier time with it. And I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, And tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast.